This is The Jake and Joe Show, bringing variety to your week every Wednesday. Welcome back to episode 32 of The Jake and Joe Show, our inaugural episode. This is the first one. We decided to start at the arbitrary number of 32. Yes. First one, guys. Never done this before. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Women call me a 3 out of 10. They call Jake a 2 out of 10, 3-2, so we figured that's where we'd start. Exactly. (laughs) We got a good show planned for you this week. Uh, We're going to... Go into some light stuff. Jake said he had a busy week or something like that. Oh, I didn't. man, dude. It, it totally felt like it's been about two weeks since we've done this last, so. Well, we got a lot to catch up on I then, apparently. So. Unless you find my life boring, in which case, it, just, it's, like, skip this one. Go to yeah. 33. Well, there goes the listens for this episode, I guess. I guess Watch we'll see like in the next listens. one, folks. <laughs> uh, we're going to coin this episode our nostalgia episode of season two. We had one in season one, so we figured it was fitting to do another one this season. Uh, then we're going to go into song of the week. And then after that, we're going to wrap up with another crazy action packed writing prompt because we totally have one picked out. Oh yeah. Thinking about it right now. (laughs) It's better that we don't though, because we have to kind of keep it true to the 15 minutes. That's true. That's true. It's, it's probably a good thing that we don't ever pick it out beforehand. Yeah. So without further ado, let us begin. What happened to you this week? My friend. Well, Lots of things happened to me. First off, I'm a famous YouTuber now. Famous YouTuber. I'm making so much money. I just broke 200 views. Already? 200 views, man. Holy crap. I'm popular. That's crazy. Forget this podcast thing. (laughs) I'm going to get in with you on this YouTube thing. Let's go. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not... What's the name of your channel uh, again? It's just... It's Jafreak. Jafreak? J-A... I don't know if I should be offended by that or not. FR3AK. FR3AK. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Four subscribers. Yeah. Holy What's tomatoes. Five? Someone must have unsubscribed today. Oh, Darn. no. Now it says five. When I All go right. to your profile, it says five. When I'm on the search results, it says four. Oh, that's odd. J-A-F-R-3-A-K. Go give Jake some love. Well, that's only if you care about Bit Heroes, which is super niche. You're legendary. You're legendary... Fusing my first legendary. That has 185 views. Well, I also hot, put my videos on the Bit Heroes subreddit, and there's ah, only like three of us who do YouTube videos on Bit Heroes. That helps. So, so I have officially, and I'm admitting it. I've I've delved into like being super nerd, super niche, and making videos of a free to play flash game. So it's so fun though. Like I'm so addicted to it, man. Yeah, I know. I know you play it not nearly as much as I do, but dude, I play like I try to play once a day. I wake I try, up. I'd like to do it twice a day, but I never have time in the morning. So yeah, <laughs> I wake up in the morning and do everything I can, and then go to work, and then on my lunch break do everything I can, and go <laughs> go back to work. Dude, I'm on it so much. I think I. What's addicting to me is it's one of those games, guys. If you don't know that, uh, it's a real time energy. I think you kind of called it that when I was explaining to you what the game was, you're like, oh, it's like a real-time energy game. I think that's a really good way to explain it. Yeah. Where you can actually run out of energy so you can't do things anymore. I kind of like that because it, it it gives you the ability to say, okay, I'm going to play an hour and that's all it's going to take for me to do everything I need to do. And I don't have to worry about some like unemployed person playing this 24-7 who's going <laughs> to be better than me. Right. That's true. Um, that's true. The only downside is that... If you spend a lot of money on it, which I'm not, I'm going free to play. In fact, a big factor in my videos is that I'm trying to like help people out who are also free to play, just give them yep. tips and tricks. Yep. Yeah. So like the people who are paying money, they can play a lot longer, play a lot more, uh, and get ahead. Yeah. But I'm doing pretty well myself. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. If anyone was interested in games like that check it out see i'm not i'm not entirely a huge fan of that style of game i mean i try to be i try to enjoy them Mm -hmm. but i don't like being told how long i get to play a game for like i don't like hitting zero energy and being like well i can't play anymore unless i give them money i think i like that it hits me the wrong way i prefer right right now i'm playing this game it's called golf clash 
Yeah. And it's just it's this game where you you queue up into a match with someone random who plays the game. It's real. It's live. You're playing against them in real time. Yeah. And uh, you play one golf hole, and whoever scores the lowest strokes on the hole wins. You know, it's funny that you're talking about golf right now. Uh, the second episode of the Any Game Plus podcast came out. Yeah. And Stephen was telling uh, us about how he's been addicted to just like playing golf games with his friends. There's he's so like much fun. Or, four, or two or three golf games that he's been Go- playing. Golf games are so much fun. Yeah. Anyway, this the way this game works is there's no energy. You can play as long as you want. Right. But there are different I guess I guess the game calls them tournaments. And what it is is you enter the tournament and it costs a certain amount of credits to enter. And then if you win the round, you get double your credits back. Right. So there's the the entry level one is I think it takes 50 credits to enter. And when you win, you get 100 credits. Mm-hmm. And then the next one up is 200 credits to enter. You get 400 back. Next one up is 400 to enter. You get 800 back. And so on and so forth up until like a million credits or something like that. It's an insane number. Are you doing this on your phone? or is On this my a, phone, yeah. yeah. It's I think it's strictly a phone game. Oh, okay. Um, but that's the type of game I like where I can sit down and I can play either one the games don't last long they last like five minutes tops and i can sit down and i can play a match for five minutes against someone or i can play five games in a row and spend a half an hour playing or you know just whatever right um you you, when you win you get chests you open the chest and there are cards in the chest to upgrade your clubs that allow them to hit the ball farther that type of thing that gambling Um, aspect is what makes games so addicting. Like yeah. when you get a chest, it's like, you don't know what's in here. Something right. I've really got one. Cool I've got one going here. right now. It actually might be done. Um, the different rarities, they take a different amount of time to open. Yeah. Uh, obviously you can pay to open them faster, but, but I so think you, you win a chest and then you have to wait depending on how rare it is to open. Yes. You, you get, you get chests otherwise. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, just wants me to update before I open it. I was going to see if my chest is ready to open now <laughs> since we're talking about it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, there's another game sim- very similar to it, 8-Ball Pool. Made oh, by, I've heard about that. Made by Miniclip. It's on the web and it's on Android. You can't link the account, though, That's as far old. as I That's old. That's been around a long time. It has. The Android version is still insanely popular. Yeah. But it's a very, very similar setup where there's no energy. You can play as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, but you enter tournaments and you win your money back. I love that like high risk. Like I just unlocked the tournament where I can enter for 800 coins. And if I win, I get 1600 mm-hmm. and I only have like 1500 coins. Right. So the risk is so high. Like if I enter this and lose this round, so I can't do this tournament thrilling. anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's way more fun. And then yeah. I won it and I'm like, yes, now I've got 1600 more or really 800 you, like, doubled more. back. Yeah. Right. It's, That's awesome. it's a lot of fun. And, um, easy easy time waster i'm not against the bit heroes i do enjoy it i just yeah i'm not as compelled to play it because really what's the what's the end goal you don't win well oh yeah you can definitely come uh, you can be end game and then you just have to wait for the devs to launch another zone and raid it's kind of like world of warcraft it's the same idea yeah i guess with yeah and i've never really been pulled into that type of game i don't i don't really care for you wow. play mmos yeah for a short period of time yeah, you never, before like, i get, get bored huge into it right I've, yeah. I've played guild wars 2 i got to like level 30 or something and then i got bored with it mm-hmm. um i've played path of exile which we're playing right now multiple times and i always get bored with it yeah. i don't know i just i like games where the reward I, this sounds bad but i like games where the reward is quick no well uh i completely agree with that because overwatch, overwatch Rocket League. Yeah, you can play a round of overwatch be satisfied with that if you win <laughs> yeah <laughs> and right and be like, all right, I played two rounds of Overwatch. I'm good. Yeah. In my case. Rocket League, five-minute <laughs> matches. Yeah. Um, worms. I worms. really love Worms. We've yeah. been playing Worms uh, WMD um, for about a week now. Yep. Played about three or four times. Yep. And it's it's really fun. There's only one time when I'm like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. Usually you'd be like, yeah, you know, Worms is so lighthearted. It's, it's a casual game. Unless you're playing with Cody, then it's not lighthearted because he <laughs> takes things so seriously. I will kill you. <laughs> you will die. But yeah, that was. He's not good at the game though, so it's no worry. <laughs> oh, he's just as good as a, as us. We're brand new. <laughs> that's um, true. Yeah, that's it. I know he listens to this now, so I'm just giving him a hard time. Right. I can't wait for that message. <laughs> anyway, we're talking way too much about this. More light stuff. What else do we got? There's one more thing I wanted to mention. We all were playing this game on Reddit, on Reddit, on Steam, 
called Stories Untold. Yes. Now we're as a friend group, we're in a big divide about this. I don't even think Joy realizes how serious I'm taking this. But Oh wait, this is a serious conversation right now? Oh yeah. This oh, is okay. a serious conversation. Okay. I'm I'm like dead I'm, serious. I'm moving my mic closer to my face. I'm yeah. ready for this. You gotta get your game face on. Okay. So if you guys listening enjoy uh Okay like games. Thr- <laughs> yeah, just okay. You know, just moderate. If you enjoy like uh thriller adventure driven um text-based games you should totally download stories untold from steam right now play this game let us know what you think because we are extremely divided between the two of us uh i thought that it was so awesome i mean i loved how everything came together um i don't think did you did you finish it i i have almost finished the second one oh okay there's four stories yeah yeah we, I, I forgot that you hadn't actually finished it or else maybe I would have saved this until you actually finished it because it does kind of come together in the end. Yeah, but I'm not feeling like it's going to be that amazing. Oh, it's so good. Um, I just, you amped it up to be like this scary, suspenseful thing and it's really not. It is. It, it's in the anticipation. I know we've already talked about this, but for the sake of the listeners, it's it's kind of like scary in the sense that you're anticipating what's coming because if you have the ability... And this is going to sound like I'm like tooting my own horn, but if you have the ability to see what's coming and some things are obvious and some things aren't so obvious, if you pay attention to detail, you'll be like, oh man, I think something's going to happen. And then something does happen and you just like can't, it's the anticipation of that that makes it so thrilling. And I guess quote unquote scary. It's not like a monster is going to like charge at you or anything, but it's, (laughs) it's just, it's, it's something that you can get really sucked into. It's a great story in my in my opinion. I didn't see my issue is that probably the tasking. No, I know Cody it's, that, didn't like it's the tasking. not that well explained for me. I mean, okay, episode two, okay, the lab one. Yeah, where you're in the lab, so you're you're working on like your own heart or whatever. Like, is that what, your heart? Why do you need to know? Because it doesn't make sense to it me. It does make sense if you play it. It does, but that's the point, though. Like, the, they should want someone to finish the game, but if the game makes no sense until the end, Dude, that's then like, who's going to stick it out th- except for you? That's bringing it back old school, like N- Nintendo Entertainment System. It never told you what to do. It never even told you what was happening. You just knew you were this dude killing bad guys, and it all made sense in the end. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's nonsensical, though. Like, there's, no. a, there's a heart in this thing that you're working on. Yeah. And then and, it blows up, and then the door opens, and it's not a heart. It's like a little robot Spoiler thing. warning, like, by the what? way. <laughs> I don't get <laughs> but it. it. It's just like, so since you already mentioned it, when you re- when you find out it's a heart, you don't know it's a heart at first. You just see that it's a, bo- a box, and you have to, like, open the box and drill into the box, and you see that it's, like, something something's there that looks like a heart then you get it beating and you're like holy crap what is this that's the thrill that i'm talking about eh, it's the curiosity I wasn't, I wasn't like holy crap what is this i was like wow that's a heart but you're how do you not get sucked <laughs> into that story like what's happening why am i doing this who's making me do this because what's the reason i'm focused on making sure the computer accepts my commands <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, it's it's pretty. I fun. will say that I'm liking the second part more than the first. I like the tasks and going back and forth. And if you do like the tasking, steps. the third episode is uh, for you. Yeah, third episode is a little. I'm more definitely going to keep playing it. So it's short fun. enough that I'm I'm going to finish it. Um, yeah. but I, do, I I guess I guess I'll hold my final uh, judgment and opinion until I've beaten it. All right, we'll have to get back to that then. But guys, one more time, that stories untold on Steam, um, for the handful of you that listen to this that would play games anyway you should totally uh <laughs> play that game let us know what well, you this think. this is a non-gamers type of game it's I, very casual yeah yeah I, you don't have to be into games to figure out how to play this one it's no. it's really straightforward so yeah yeah so do that let us know what you think and we will kind of bring it up into the next episode when not n- not necessarily the next episode but the next episode we talk about stories untold when joy finally when joe finally uh finishes it we will talk about it and see what the community decides sure if i'm right or if joe's right and i know i'm right <laughs> we'll see that's to be determined all right enough about me joe you have anything for us before we get right into the nostalgia no oh, just kidding right. <laughs> <laughs> um nothing nothing major uh 
except that well it's not really major one of our cats the one i'm petting right now escaped yesterday oh goodness um we woke up in the morning or i woke up in the morning because i get up normally get up before michaela to get ready for work and the first thing i do when i roll out of bed is i feed the cats and i let the dog outside well henry and elliot are two cats they're always waiting right by my bed like sit like sitting just looking up at me when i get out of bed like it's time for us to eat feed us right and henry wasn't there and that's messed up because henry's a big kid henry's a fat cat guys we're talking like 20 pound cat (laughs) he's a big boy He's laying on his back right now. I'm petting his tummy. He's showcasing that tummy. <laughs> uh, so he's not there. And I'm immediately like, uh, so I'm immediately like, all right, what's going on? Where's the cat? So I walk out into the kitchen where our back door is. And I we have a, the back door and then a, a storm door. Is that what it's called? Like yeah. a, the outer door? Those that like you, metal doors yes. that open up. Yep. At, at my parents' house, we always called them Bilco doors because that's the brand. But I think people call them storm doors. Okay, so I open the inner door, and I can see through the storm door. Yeah. And on the other side of the door, Henry's sitting there with his paw on the glass. <laughs> Help. <laughs> right, like, let me inside. So I'm like, okay. So I go to open the door to let him in, and when I do, Oakley thinks it's time for him to run outside. Oh. So he runs outside and scares Henry. So Henry takes off. I'm only wearing boxers, and it's like 40 degrees out. So I'm like, Henry's close by. I'll just go back in, throw on some sweatpants, put on a shirt, sweatshirt, head outside, and grab him real quick. Yeah. In the 30 seconds that it took me to do that, he was gone. He just it took Michaela it. and I almost all morning. I didn't go to work. It took us almost all morning to find him. You didn't go to work? No, I didn't go Man, to work. You care about your animals. I wasn't more gonna. Than I, do. I wasn't gonna go to work with my cat lost outside she had to she had to work too at one point at some point so I, we weren't just gonna be like ask eh, you didn't you. think you henry can... would survive I just he's a big boy i didn't want him to be stuck out there he, he, he'd fight whatever so came to i him. i took the day off and we didn't find him till almost lunch oh wow and of course when was he, he came way back, off in the woods sir he was not way off in the woods he was you see the shed right over here yeah he was in that shed we oh. looked through that shed like five times and could not find him we went out into the woods and looked for him we went everywhere we went into the shed and he came scampering up to us <laughs> oh hey guys yeah like oh hey here i am time to take me in and feed me like, <laughs> i'm starving cat. that's about it though nothing else really happened this week uh pretty laid back so yeah that's a long time looking for looking for him yeah we found him yeah that's what that's matters good. He's back. He's ready to be fed. He's going to sustain that belly. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? We got nostalgia on the table. Nostalgia. And this is why I brought this up, guys. This is just a huge episode that's just reinforcing the idea of how much of a dork I am. I was making fun of him before we started recording. Yeah. Where'd it go? Where'd it go, Joe? Where'd what go? Oh, there it is. It was behind my wallet. All right. People. Why did you bring your wallet there's in? There's a... I, well, I usually just have it in my pocket. What do you mean? Don't tell me you'll keep your wallet in your car. Dude, uh. you're so, you keep your keys and your wallet in your car unlocked. Yes. <laughs> my, wallet, wallet? my wallet and my keys are sitting in my cup holder out there right oh now. Oh, my together. word. How? I'm not worried about anyone driving off with my car because it's a standard and most people don't know how to drive standard. You couldn't steal my car. No, I couldn't. And my wallet is nothing but cards. Two of them have money on them, and it would take me 30 seconds to shut them both off. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, I think it's safe to say most people keep their wallet on them. But I... (laughs) No, like, if I go to your house, if I go over... If if I go to your house to record, I'll leave my wallet in my car. Okay. I'll lock the car because it's in Skowhegan, and I don't Oh, yeah, it's in Skowhegan. So you lock your car, but in You're in the middle of town in Skowhegan. I'm in the middle of the woods. (laughs) I don't okay. need to worry Fair about enough. it. Anyway, when I'm well, someplace is not my home, <laughs> I lock my car, but I'll still leave my wallet in my car. All right. So there's only a certain amount of people who would know what this sound is. Listen very carefully. That's the sound of trading cards in a pack. I went grocery shopping the other day. And I thought I'd help myself to a box of Lucky Charms and a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Whoa. Like a big boy. That's a little extravagant. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. I'm 26 years old. I can eat whatever cereal I want. Hey, I'm not judging you. I've got Oops All Berries, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, 
and uh, peanut butter Cap'n Crunch sitting out on top of my fridge. So good, good choices. So I'm a, I'm opening up the cinnamon toast crunch, right? And I notice something on the front. It says something along the lines of, "Inside this box is a free set of Pokemon cards." And I was like, "No, no. <laughs> what year is this?" Got so excited, I opened it up. It's like a free right pack in the of... store. Right in the store, he opened it up. <laughs> no, this he is when I was pouring it. This is when I was pouring <laughs> it. Um, opened it up. There's a little booster pack full of three cards that are promotional. First card I open up: Foil Pikachu. Nostalgia hit so hard. <laughs> Can I see it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, reaching across the room. Ooh, listen to this. This I know. is nice. I mean, speaking of being Foils addicted right to certain things, like I'm totally addicted to that Bit Hero style of game. When I get into trading cards, I get into them hard. Like if I go to a store that sells a pack of trading cards I'm into, I have to buy at least one. They're usually so cheap, like three, four, five dollars. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, six, nine, seven, ten. eight, like eleven dollars, <laughs> whatever. And it's it's that gambling aspect. You're spending a little bit of money, you don't know what you're gonna get. That's what that thrill is. So it was so cool to just open up a pack of Pokemon cards for the first time since I was like, I don't know. Mm, they smell good. Yeah. Since mm. I was like ten, maybe. Mm, they smell oh, it was, so. It was delish. so cool. Got a foil Pikachu, a Meowth, and then Three some cards. Pokemon. I don't even skipping know. out a little bit. They should. Uh... Well, they're doing that now. I, I don't know if just Pokemon is, but I've noticed there's like other series that are doing what they're calling like mini booster packs, and they're selling them for a buck. That's lame. It is really lame. Well, you know what? Maybe it's for the like little kids. You got you got a couple of good ones here. You got Pikachu and Meowth. Yeah, I'm pretty those happy. Those are pretty recognizable. Right. I, I mean, like I'm never going to do anything with them. I think I'm just going to save them and just, I don't know, kind of neat. Just go get another box of Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch. Uh, well, I'm going to. I'm going to eat it as fast as I can. <laughs> and just, you know. The promotion's going to end before you finish the box. You're going to go to the store and see that there's no Pokemon cards I'm anymore and be like, no! <laughs> I'm Adria's going to be like, you could just buy a pack of cards. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? With that in mind, I thought we could kind of turn this into another nostalgia episode. We kind of talked about Pokemon cards last time. Pikachu has gotten slim. He is not Dude, as chunky as he that, used to yeah, be. Yeah, that, that's a thing. If you look throughout the years, Pikachu used to be a tubbo. Yeah, he was a tubbo. Really back in was. First, first gen? First gen. Yeah. Yeah, he was massive. He was like he was like if Henry was a Pikachu. We should, we should play some Pokemon. We should. Like, with cards. That'd be fun. Oh, don't I tell still me got, that or I'll start I, buying some. I think I got some cards kicking around somewhere. I might have given them to my brother, though. I think I gave mine away to a cousin a long time ago with a Game Boy Color, You don't too. need very many to play, right? Uh, Yes and no. You need to have a big like lot to choose from because you have to formulate a deck that makes sense. That's true. I never I never got to play with actual cards. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were kind of like losing enormous popularity around the time that I was old enough to play with them. Right. Um, and I never, I, yeah, I just never really got into them. I liked the TV series, but I never really got into the cards that much. Yeah. I've recently had a little bit of nostalgia hit me in a very peculiar, not peculiar, very specific way Yeah. recently. Um, Microsoft announced, they, they released a trailer. They are bringing back Age of Empires. They're going to be releasing Age of Empires 4. Now, I don't think I've mentioned this on the show. If I have, forgive me. I don't really feel that bad because it's such an amazing game. <laughs> right. Age of Empires, the second game specifically, but it started with the first game, single-handedly got me into computer gaming. I probably wouldn't have the setup that I have now right. if it wasn't for Age of Empires. For those of you who aren't familiar, Age of Empires is a real-time strategy game. You're It's like a god mode type game where you control units on the ground, uh, you build buildings, you make armies, that type of thing, and the goal is to take out the enemy team. Right. It was. It's like... It's like the father of all RTS games. Uh, it's it's not the first, but it was the one of the first big ones. Mm, um, I feel so like Command and Conquer was probably one of yeah, maybe, before maybe that. Warcraft was before that too. I'm not sure the timeline. Yeah. I just know Age of Empires came out in the early '90s. It was oh, yeah. right there at the beginning of modern day RTS games as we know them. I mean, Starcraft is a huge game now, and that's very heavily based on early Age of Empires. Right. So. It's it's a very important... It's a staple in the RTS world. Um, 
and they released Age of Empires 1, which was a massive success. Age of Empires 2 was an even more enormous success. It still has a loyal player base to this day, yeah. and it came out in like 1998 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like tw- almost 20 years old, and people are still playing it. Right. Um, they've released an HD version, and last year they actually released a new expansion pack for it. An almost 20-year-old game. And they released awesome. an expansion pack. Was it like the studio, was it Microsoft that came out with it? Or was um, it more like a Well, mod? the original studio that developed Age of Empires, Ensemble, that's been shut down. That, does, that no longer exists. So anything that's coming out now, it's still owned by Microsoft because they obviously own the IP. They'd be dumb for getting rid of it. But it's being produced by other companies. Right. Um, so after Age of Empires 2, Age of Empires 3 came out in like 2005, 2006 or something like that. And it was successful, but not anywhere close to the level that Age of Empires 2 was. It wasn't... They tried to take it, quote-unquote, next-gen. The graphics were supposed to be way better, and there was supposed to be a lot of mechanics that made it better. And while it wasn't a bad game, I played it a lot and heavily enjoyed it. It just didn't have the same charm that Age of Empires 1 and Age of Empires 2 had. Yeah, I tried playing 3 a couple times, just couldn't get into it either. Yeah, and it's it's... It comes down to how much you enjoyed the prior games. I think if you had never played Age of Empires 1 or 2, Age of Empires 3 would have been really solid and yeah, an awesome introduction. Absolutely. But coming from the simplicity of 1 and 2, that just made the, the franchise so awesome. It was hard for them to match that level it, of... It reminds me of Roller Coaster Tycoon. Right. Like maybe you'd think 3 was awesome if you never played 3 one was two. a great game. Right. Frontier Studios did an awesome job with it, but yeah. eight, but RCT 1 and 2 were just so legendary. Mm-hmm. That's another game we could talk about too is nostalgia. For real, yeah. Um but yeah, when Age of Empires when they announced the trailer for Age of Empires 4, I watched it. It's like a minute and a half or something like that. I think I watched it 5 times in a row. Oh yeah. I had goosebumps all over. I immediately told you. Yes. I I think I called Michaela to tell her. I <laughs> oh, was <my> word. <laughs> so excited. I text my uncle cuz he got me into the Age of Empire series to begin with years and years ago. I was just ecstatic. I'm probably yeah. going to pre-order it. I, and I do not I pre-order things. I think that you should um be careful though because I know, I you know. have your hopes so high. I know. I'm being the pessimist about this. Because I hated 3, or I didn't hate it, but it's just I didn't stick with it. So I know that I, I really doubt that 4 is going to be anything like 1 or 2. I know. So I'm just worried, know. you know what I, I just, mean? I just, I have this idea <laughs> in my head. Of what you want it to of be. Of what I want it to be. I'm and so it's scared like for you, Joe. The graphic style of Age of Empires 2, yeah. but with like a ton more mechanics and units and ages and that time would be periods. Really cool. And oh, that would just be unbelievable. I know that's not going to happen. If they went back, I mean, it kind of looked like from the preview that they were going back pretty far. It would yeah. be so cool if they went back to the Stone Age like they won, like they did in Age of Empires 1 and then just went all the way through to like pretty much modern day. I think that would be so cool. Kind of like a Civ type deal. Right. I think one of my favorite things about the first Age of Empires um, was that it was like from cavemen to the Bronze Age. Right. I think that, to me, was the most interesting part. So when Age of Empires 2 came out, I was like, oh, man, I really wanted to start from cavemen, and you can't. Seems you like a small from villagers thing. in the second game. What's that? You, you start as, like, a basic village camp. Right, but you don't you don't start in the Stone Age. You don't That's start true. as, like, li- literal cavemen. Yeah. Um, it seems like a really minor thing, but for some reason, that was what really drew me in. I thought that was so cool. You could, mm-hmm. like, club people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. I do hope Age of Empires 4 is successful and great, and I will absolutely purchase it. Um, probably not full price. I'll, I'll uh, watch over your shoulder and see if I like it first. Yeah, I'm, I, if, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they release it on GOG, because that's where I'd love to own it. Mm. Chances are it won't be. It'll be on Steam, maybe even only the Windows Store. Blah. Yeah, that would be terrible. But I'd still, I, I, I'll probably pre-order it. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to resist. Right. Um, the studio that's making it, they have a lot of really good RTS games under their belt. So that's reassuring. Was it Lion's Head? No, it's Relic Entertainment. Uh-huh. They've made, um, I think they made Warhammer. Uh, they made Company of Heroes. They made Dawn of War. Uh, I, d- I believe they did. They were partly involved in Halo ODST. Oh, cool. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Maybe I'm giving them more credit than what's due. But 
Company of Heroes was a huge game that did very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so was... Oh, yep, yep. They did uh, Warhammer 40,000, which did really good as well. So they, they've got a few really big RTSs under their belt. So that's reassuring, at least. Yeah, that's good. I do hope it, it is significantly different than Age of Empires 3. Age of em- I think if you went back to Age of Empires 3 and gave it a shot as a different game, like, don't expect it to be... Yeah, just play it objectively. Right. Don't expect it to be a sequel to the second or the first game. Right. Expect it to be its own thing. I think you'd enjoy it. Because it ha- you have, like, a home city that you're constantly working on improving and building while you're out conquesting and, you know, it- it's like colonizing. It's basically... Oh, that's pretty neat. You know... Think of, you know, the British colonizing America. Yeah. They had their own city that they were working. They had their own city that they were working on building while they were colonizing a new land. And that's basically what this is. You you build your city and based on the perks that you've given your city, you can send reinforcements to your colony to help you. Expand. Oh, so it is real. It's very it's kind of getting into like Civ territory a little bit. It's not turn based. It's right. obviously still real time. Yeah. Um, but it's a good game. It's yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't give it a thumbs down. It's not as good as two or one, but yeah. it's still a fun game. Um, but yeah, I mean that series just carries so much nostalgia for me. I just I love it. Oh yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon as well. I mean that was another game that really got me into PC gaming. Yeah, both I of recently... those two. I got them both from the Scholastic Book Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recently bought. Um, they ported the first roller coaster tycoon game to Android. Yeah. And yeah. I bought it recently. It's only six bucks and it is so much fun. Brittany was I've, playing that too. Was she really? Yeah. I've already gotten my money's worth for it. I've beaten the first like five or six scenarios and there are so many levels and stuff to do. And there's expansions that are reasonably priced. Um, yeah, I've beaten one, two, three, four, five, six different scenarios, and there's tons to choose from. Yeah. It's a good game, and it translates very well to mobile. They definitely spent time making it a good port. That's good. And it's good that they have so many different scenarios. You know, they, they built upon the game that did so well. They're adding more scenarios for you to do, and, I mean, for six bucks, for and with all that nostalgia value, that is totally worth it. Definitely. Absolutely. And it's price, even man. if you even if you don't have nostalgia value, it's still such a good game. I mean, it's yeah. it's fun even now. If you're into the genre, then definitely give it a try. Right. All right, let's uh, bring it in for song of the week, guys. All right, Joe, what do you got for us this week? I think you know what my song of the week is, Jake, and I think you probably have listened to it more than I have. Yes, when you first told me <laughs> that you were like, "Hey, maybe I'll make this my song of the week," I was like, "Yes, please do." I've listened to it like. Probably a dozen times. Yeah. It's called Sour Candy by Melt. And as far as I know, from what I read on Reddit, this is their only song. And they are high school seniors doing this. So, so none impressive. of them are older than 18, 19 years old. Yeah. It's a jazz funk track that just sounds so good. Everything about it. There's no weak perfect. points. They have the nothing. Main, about it is the lead bad. singer has insane vocals. Yeah, and they just oh, man, it's good. And that, that that's all we can say. So here's 30 seconds of that. Perfection. Oh, so good. That girl's voice. She's like, remember, she's like 18, yeah, like 18 years old. Yeah. Man, she's got a powerful, powerful voice. Sounds so, so good. good. And I just like the way all the instruments come together. I love that. Um, is it? A, he's using a. He's using a synth, right? Yes. Yeah. I love dun da 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 dun da 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 dun dun. Oh, just something <laughs> about that itself is so good i love that sound i love that jazzy sound it's a little funky too it even has a little like guitar riff in mm-hmm. there it's 
So good. <laughs> I love that song so, so much. It was an instant subscribe for me. Yes. I listened to the song and I subscribed to the channel. I want to know what these guys do next. So. Well, look, when did it come out again? Uh, April 27 of this year. Yeah. So it's been a while. I mean, I really hope they keep doing it. It's high, If they're high school seniors, they had just had a big change in their life going to college. So That's true. Hopefully they're all going to the same college. They can get together. <laughs> hopefully they all moved in together. You know what I mean? I hope so. Because they have something special right there. That is Definitely. good. I highly, highly suggest more than any other song of the week that if you haven't done this, you need to do this now. Check out the full song. Um, more it, than any other? More than any other. You need wow. to listen to that full song. It is Jake's amping so it more good. than I am. <laughs> yeah. It's Joe's it is song a very of the week, good guys. track, though. <laughs> it's, let's call it our song of the week, Jake. <laughs> it's okay. That being said, what is your actual song of the week? My song of the week is called Dark Hero by 80 Tribe. So I don't know about you, Joe, but something about this song I really loved. I love that like '80s vibe to it, the heavy synth with that uh, percussion. Um, it was awesome. I it guess sounds it's, grungy. Sounds dirty. Yeah, it, it's kind of dirty, and it uh, it's called synthwave. Um, the genre is called synthwave, and I guess part of that is like uh, dystopia kind of feel. Huh. That's '80s. Oh man, it's just. It's a cool genre for sure. It is really cool. I mean, there, this, it's just an instrumental. It's it's very repetitive. It's something that you should actually watch the uh, music video for. It looks like he just put together some clips from a uh, like an 80s sci-fi movie. I don't know much about 80 Tribe, but this is his most viewed song, and it's only like 2,400, 2,600, something so like that. So does he have a lot of other music? Yeah, if you click him real quick, if you don't mind. He has quite a few, but none of them have um, very many listens. But he's coming out with an oh, EP. Yep. yep, he's got a good a good number. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's gotten better. Um, I did, I did like his early stuff. I kind of looked through, but I think he is getting better, and he does have an EP coming out, so watch out for that if you're interested in that kind of music. You lied to me. You said that Dark Hero was his most viewed video. Oh, it's not? No, it's not. Dream Cruise is his most viewed video. Oh, it's no got, joke. It's got 100 more views. How dare you lie oh, to me? Oh, just by 100? Oh. I think by the... Honestly, at the time I watched it, it might not have been um, because it was on a uh, listen to this. I used listen to this on Reddit. Yep. So. Cool. cool. Yeah, check it out, guys. Great songs of the week this week. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah, me too. Let's get to everyone's favorite segment. Speed writing. Speed writing, baby. Go this is where riding. we find a writing prompt on the World Wide Web, and we give ourselves 15 minutes to craft a story. We pull things from our imagination, and we mold these universes for you to get lost in. Oh, so man. that's what we're going to do. We're going to pick a writing prompt. Give us a couple minutes to do that. We'll tell you what the writing prompt is. We're going to go away for 15 minutes, tippity-tappity-type, and then come back and read to you what we've got. All right, so let's uh maybe we should actually uh, find our writing prompt. Now, yeah, let's Joe. brainstorm. Let's do it. And we're back. Hey, how did that go for you? Uh, it was pretty good. I, I'm pretty happy with mine. I am not. Mine is so bad. Really? I feel like this is the worst one I've ever done. I mean that honestly. Does it just not make sense or something? It's it's so haphazard and like nonsensical that I don't think it's going to be good at all. But. That's the point of this. We knew that one of us would have a dud eventually, and I think this is it. So we, you'll see when I read mine. But I think you're going first. Um, I think I read how do you first. Want to do it? I think I read first last time. Okay. So fair enough. You're up. That's another small step for man, another giant leap for mankind. I said as I stepped down onto the dusty surface of the red planet. The idea of sending someone to Mars and of the possibilities of settling there has kept billions of humans' eyes fixed to the stars, and today, in this instant, we've conquered the biggest obstacle, sending a person to Mars. That person was me. 
Everything was quiet. It was beautiful and peaceful. What an honor it was to be the first human in history to set foot on such a mysterious planet. I had orders to scout around, and I did so after I pulled myself out of my own head, marveling at what I was seeing around me. For such a barren planet, Mars was still truly a sight. Making my way across several craters, I spotted a tiny cave-like structure in the distance. My main mission was to see if I could find any trace of life, and I figured that would be a great place to check. As I neared the cave, my feeling of wonder gave way to a wave of dread that crept up on me like a slow-acting poison. My extremities started to feel tingly, then numb. I wasn't more than a hundred feet away from the cave when I began to notice I could feel a large pressure inside my own head, like I was several feet below the surface of a lake. I reached the mouth of the cave and had this instant sensation that I should turn back now, go back, and say that I found nothing. Maybe tell the truth. Say, I could feel it in my gut that we weren't meant for this planet. No, it never believed me. Humanity is too curious in nature. I took a deep breath and stepped into the cave. Spider-like creatures were skittering all over the floor. After a few mo moments of adjusting, my eyes became fixed to the opposite wall. Terror pumped through my body as I realized that I was looking at a human skeleton. Propped up against the wall was an actual human skeleton. It had to be. But how? There's been no one else on Mars before me. So how is this possible? What kind of mission is this? Has information been withheld from me? I belted out a scream with every ounce of my being that would have been heard as a muffled noise from outside my thick helmet. As I turned to run out of the cave, something caught my eye on the west wall. Four words were written in what I believe to be blood. Those four words have haunted me to this day, and I've never spoken or written them down until right now, in this very moment. Yesterday me, today you. <laughs> oh man, I did not see that coming at all. Yesterday me, today you. When I, when I mentioned the little tiny spider-like spider yeah. creature skittering, I had to add that at the very end, because I was like, oh, I kind of have to give something to tie it in so i i just they're little spider creatures nice i like that and yesterday me so he's the one who died today you <laughs> so but he escaped clearly right right and i was pretty i like happy that. With that i like Thanks. that you do a good job at like building an atmosphere yeah i think i think you've done that well in every one of your stories yeah thank so. you all right so like i said i don't think mine's good i want to <laughs> i want to make that very obvious so yeah, I'm going to give mine a shot, but don't expect it to be good at all because it is really not. All right. Let's see. We never really gave him a refresher of what the writing prompt was. No, go ahead. The year is 2020. The first astronaut has landed on Mars. They find a cave with a single human skeleton and four words written on the wall. Walking on Mars. What a day. Jimmy never thought he'd get to experience something like this. He lumbered his way across the alien planet, moving slowly and laboriously, just as the movies had painted it to be so many times before. As he crested a small hill on the far side of the planet, he could see what looked like a small cave about 100 feet from him. Houston, I found a protrusion that I'm making my way towards. Roger. About 15 minutes later, Jim finally arrived at the cave and informed Mission Control that he was entering. As he walked inside, what he found blew his mind. What appeared to be a human skeleton laid on the ground, hands laid peacefully across his or her chest. He looked around the cave and found four words written on the wall. Crap, late for work again, Luke thought to himself as he rolled into his assigned parking spot 30 minutes late. This is the third time this week. The boss is not going to be happy. He locked the doors on his crappy 2005 Honda Civic and made his way inside. Luke, he heard his boss scream from across the building. Get in my office now! Luke tossed his belongings on his desk and made his way towards the office at the back corner of the cube farm he worked in. All eyes were on him. He walked into the office and gently closed the door behind him. He took a seat in front of his boss's desk and looked up to find that he was staring at the back of Mr. Hatch's large executive chair. Luke, Mr. Hatch said as he spun the chair around and set his elbows on his desk, I like to think I've been pretty lenient towards you here. You're always late, you leave early, and your job isn't getting done. But I've kept you on board because I see something in you. Thank you, sir, Luke said with a shaky voice. Please don't interrupt, Luke. I hate that. 
Luke could see a small bit of donut glaze on Mr. Hatch's lapel, and it was grabbing all of his attention. I've been trying to mold you and shape you into someone who society respects. Someone who's on time. Someone who does... As Mr. Hatch continued to talk, Luke listened less and less. His voice trailed off in the distance as Luke entered a daydream. Luke, he heard Hatch yell. He snapped back to attention and realized that he was basically drooling. I'm sorry, Luke, but I'm going to have to punish you. This can't go on any longer. We here at Shoot You to Space Industries have a certain protocol that we expect all our employees to adhere to, and you just aren't living up. To the shoot with you. As Luke hopped into the shoot, his mind started racing as he tried to decide what his last joke would be. All of us get a last joke before we're sent off into space. One last hurrah at our life lived. A voice came over the intercom and asked him, Alright Luke, what's your final joke? Anything you'd like to say? Yes, Luke said. Did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes. Not funny, Luke. Not funny, he heard Mr. Hatch say, who was watching from the observation deck. Whoosh! Luke was launched into space. Jimmy studied the four words because he could hardly believe what he was reading. He expected to find something wise, something that would reveal a history that humans didn't know they had. But no, all that was written on the wall was, poop jokes are funny. <laughs> why did you, why did you think that was bad? <laughs> God, that's hell? horrible. That was, no, that was cool. The format, that's the first time either of us have done that format where you like started in space and then you went back to like explain what had happened and you went, then you went back to the present day. That was good. <laughs> no. That was really good. No, I yes, thought it was, was. horrible. <laughs> that was not horrible. That was funny and good. That was great. Uh, the friggin' whole, you get one last joke before you're sent off into space? Yeah, but that's that, nonsensical. that doesn't Makes have no to sense. make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It's well, a I'm story. glad you liked it, because yeah, I'm not good. happy with it. Oh, man, that was great. And, it, it, like, you could tell, like, the point where it became, like, like you say, nonsensical. Uh, we here at Shoot You Into Space <laughs> <laughs> Industries Shoot You Into Space Industries. That, but that, it's, that's fine. It's it's a short story, um, and it, it you got you did what you needed to do to get to your ending right and i only had 15 minutes, yeah and so. i think you did it really well i like the formatting of it well thank you because i was not feeling good <laughs> about that finishing it up nice <laughs> but that's about it for our show guys let us know what you thought of our writing prompts of our stories yeah and write one for yourself give yourself a time limit of 15 minutes and write yeah and then t- send us your story and maybe we can feature it but you know what you guys, this is an honor system. You guys have to like promise us that you only took fifteen minutes. Let's make a promise right now. If we get right at hand least up, guys, two writing prompt submissions, and you can pick the writing prompt yourself if you want to. Just only give yourself fifteen minutes and do not premeditate on the prompt. It has to be off the cuff. Mm-hmm. If we get two writing prompt submissions, the next writing prompt episode that we have will feature those instead of our stories. Sounds good. Let's um, do it. That could be 10 episodes from now, depending on how long it takes to get two submitted writing prompts. But right. that could be very cool. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Joe and I were just talking about how fast season two is going. Uh, we only have eight more episodes after this. Uh, we are brewing some ideas already for season three. So uh, we're going to be real pumped up. And don't ever think that when we're on a break... That we're not doing anything with the show because we are going to be cooking up some great ideas. Can't wait. All right. So um, I think a little bird told me that we're going to close out with a joke today. We are going to close out with a joke. And what is that joke? I picked this joke, Jake. Oh, good. I invited my girlfriend to go to the gym with me and then I didn't show. I hope she gets the message that we're not working out. Oh. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next week. See you later.
What a dweeb. Jake's a dweeb. Loser dweeb. <laughs> Look at me, I got my Pokemon cards out of my cereal box. Let's make a podcast about it. Ooh. <laughs> Fruit okay. salad. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> That's so, for some reason, so catchy. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. I listened to it a few times. Because I thought it was funny, funny, do-do-do. <laughs> Banging elbows. Do-do-do. Funny, funny. <laughs> Why aren't we this funny when we're recording? <laughs> I know. Jake, future Jake, this is where we're starting the show. Just so you know. Oh, thank you so much. But I like that little bit before this where we were just doing the fruit salad yummy yummy. So maybe think about a blooper after the ELT. It's all up to you though. I'm not telling you how to edit your episode. I'm just strongly encouraging that you make it good for once. Blooper salad. <laughs> yummy yummy. Funny funny. Funny funny works in a lot of them. Yes. All right, here we go.